0: Do you know how, a good way to spell Adidas? You've not went to middle school before. Um, to spell Adidas- <laughs> I'd
1: black that out. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. To
0: spell Adidas, um, you have to think, all day I dream about sex. Oh. And that's how you do it.
1: I thought maybe it was like the calculator with the boobs thing. Maybe Calcul- like- <laughs> It is.
0: It is calculator <laughs> like the calculator with the boobs. It is the boobless. Yeah, remember boobless?
1: Oh, the- yeah. Yeah, boobless. Deep cut. <laughs>
0: Hey Roaches and Worms, I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, play some games, and maybe even a few surprises. I'm still sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? While I'm sitting alone in the basement, listening to a mixtape, staring at the fish tank, just wishing I was holding her again, Japanther. Welcome one, welcome all, to another edition of Thrifty, second-hand shopping for worm people. Thank you for downloading the show. If you're a longtime subscriber, here comes another episode. If you aren't and you're just listening to the show, well, welcome aboard. Everybody is some form of insect here. Uh, So welcome. Uh, So last week on the show, we did a episode involving gifted items, items that uh, myself and the panel were gifted. And we talked about those. And it seems like a lot of people liked it. So this week we're doing more gifts. That's right. I was given more than two things in my life as a present. Pretty cool. So we're going to work on that. Before we jump into that, a couple of gigs coming up for Brick Body Kids. Um, I have been talking about these for a little while, but um, we're already approaching next week on some of these because this is out on Sunday. Uh, January 13th, January 21st. Keep those in your mind. 13th and the 21st. New Kensington, PA. That's right, outside of Pittsburgh, if you're in Pittsburgh. Gotta get out of there for this one. You gotta make a trip <laughs> for this one. It's about 40 minutes out of the city. You'll live. The drive, yeah, you won't love it. But once you get there, you'll have the most fun you've ever had all year. I know this because the year's early. On January 13th, we are doing vintage clothes, professional wrestling, the main event of the evening. I even know it is Derek Dillinger versus Cowpoke Paul. Uh, the guest today, DJ Lil, loves Cowpoke Paul. <laughs>
1: -hmm. So Calpok
0: Paul will be on the gig that night, Um, but coming up on January twenty first, it is a small, small business, small vendor event. It's called Shops and Suplexes. So queer small businesses, and then mostly queer adjacent wrestlers are going to be fighting. Where this is going down at? It's eight eighty Fifth Avenue, New Kensington. Eight eighty Fifth Avenue, New Kensington. Both of these events will be uh, kicking off right as it gets dark, we're hoping. Um, so January 13th, January 21st, the, the show on the 23rd actually starts in the afternoon. That's when the selling happens. Evening is the wrestling stuff. If any subscribers to this show or listeners out there have any more questions about that uh, and you do want to go or you're from out of state, let me know. Let me know. You could probably stay here for at least one of them, depending on how angry I am that week. <laughs> All right, so um, into the show, into Thrifty, welcoming back uh, to the Thrifty Couch, uh, the always scheming squirrel. Once again, it's time to get Lilified. We have DJ Lil here. DJ Lil, welcome back to the Thrifty Couch.
1: Present.
0: Yeah. You also <laughs> were gifted more than two things in your life.
1: That I was.
0: Pretty cool. Um, so we're going to be going over there, uh, going over these today. Um, something from the first episode that I enjoyed is that people uh I heard DJ Lil that people enjoyed us saying that we were happy and appreciative of presents. hmm I would say both of us are in general.
1: Yeah, I enjoy them. Right? I put them to use. Mm-hmm. I know someone took the time to maybe even wrap it and put a bow on it. Sometimes. And put it at the back of a closet for anywhere between six to ten months thinking of me.
0: Yeah right (laughs) to keep it that long i have like a kid's sydney crosby jersey in my mess of a closet back there that i got around 10 months ago and i was gonna Mm -hmm. give it to one of my relatives one of my little relatives for christmas and i held on to it didn't remember i had it so now it's january so guess what not till next year kids Um, so we're going to get right into our, uh, thrift haul this evening, and just as we usually do, we play some trivia. Each of these thrift finds have two questions attached to them. We will be asking each other A, B, C, or D questions. D is either none of the above, or sometimes all of the above. And so that's an option. But are you ready, Lil?
1: I really hope I get some points this week.
0: Yeah, one point <laughs> last week. Uh, so it's time. I
1: had zero yeah, yeah yeah like- well i beat rachel with one
0: point and i beat you i believe with like two, two kind of two to zero so i've been winning these but by no like because the other person isn't getting anything so without further ado it's time to get thrifty so for our first item today i'm gonna be grabbing it off of what i thought was the table but it is the ground mm-hmm. um so uh Again, these are gifted items. These were things, uh, secondhand items that we were uh, given to us via gifts. This first one is pretty cool. It is a 12-inch doll of Gabrielle the Amazon Princess, who was the sidekick to Xena Warrior Princess. And um, so what we have with Gabrielle here... She's wearing uh, faux leather. She's got some pelts all over. She's got a whip going on. And this is all in box. Um, this was originally purchased from KB Toys. But I was given it as a secondhand item to give to another person. And uh, I thought it would be a cool idea to give to this person. But then I stopped talking to that person. Uh oh. So then I just had a secondhand <laughs> gift. Um, so I do appreciate that, that I just have Xena things that are secondhand. But, um, on the back here, it says, Amazon Princess Gabrielle, the quest. By risking her life to save the Amazon Princess, Gabrielle earns the right of cast, making her an Amazon Princess and conferring upon her that the responsibility for avenging the Princess's death. Later the treacherous Amazon warrior, warrior Valeska challenge as, challenges and kills the queen. Pro- proclaiming herself the new leader of the Amazons. Gabrielle didn't really like that. Who's legally entitled to that position because she is the matriarch at this point. So this goes on the battle of Valeska and uh, princess Gabrielle, but I'll tell you what, I think we know who wins. It's Gabby. Mm-hmm. Um, so some facts about uh, this piece that we have. Um, so, yes, it was uh, Xena the Princess Warrior was originally an American fantasy television series. And it was taped in mostly New Zealand. Did you know that?
1: I did. I watched a lot of Xena with my mom.
0: Okay. Tell us what you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, tell us
0: the tell us the no.
1: Uh, I mean, it was long ago. It's mm-hmm. kind of blurred in with... um general hospital that she had also watch and coronation street, which is a British soap opera. So Xena was a, you know, mixed in there as a comical soap opera.
0: Yeah. I'm glad I was going to, uh, as a trivia question, I was going to hit you with, where was this taped? Where was this filmed? Mm-hmm. And that would have been, uh, the, the red herring there that you've already know. You New know Zealand. that it's New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so the first run in syndication Um, So, little DJ Lil was watching this between September of 1995 and June of 2001. Does that seem accurate? That sounds about right, yep. Cool. So, Hercules, um, which technically Xena, uh, Warrior Princess, was a spinoff of, and we were talking about this earlier. Hercules did not like this gig, did not like that Xena was doing this. Um, Xena, in fact, was much more popular than Hercules, uh, much more likable than Hercules in all the ways. He did not like that. Um, now, this did air in more than 108 countries, and uh, that's a ton wow. of countries. Kind of more than I thought there that's were. That's
1: way more than I thought we would be watching Xena.
0: Yeah. Um, but every time I look at the number of countries, I'm always like, that's way more countries than I thought. <laughs> But that's the Western world for you um it's second season it actually became the top rated syndicated drama series on American television through that second season, so it was pretty polarizing and uh Lucy Lawless, who played Zena um has uh come out about the television show a little bit later to say that yes, uh Gabrielle and Zena on the show were a romantic item
1: oh finally I yeah. Get- <laughs> Yeah, they get some closure on that.
0: Um, so yes, if you were if you wandering. were curious, so were they. They were also curious and they were a romantic couple. So um, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. So we're gonna go on to our first trivia question of the two from this uh, Princess doll, Gabrielle from the Xena series, still in box. I'm a little afraid that you're gonna get both of these right. Because I know you know a lot of Xena.
1: It's deep, it's deep in the brain. So yeah. I'm going to have to.
0: You've been known to wore, wear some warrior pelts as well, right? Yeah. On the flesh of things. And...
1: Does she have her stick with her? Oh, she has her stick with her. <laughs> Let yeah, me see the stick.
0: It's a Her stick is in. The, it's on. It's like twisty oh, tied to the cardboard of the back. I her stick's there.
1: Yeah. I just had to check. Yeah.
0: Definitely. She did
1: some cool things with that stick. Yeah. It was like her whole thing. hmm
0: Yeah. The iconic name of Xena Warrior Princess is one that strikes fear, DJ Lil. But the actual name of Xena means what? Hmm. A. Protector. B. Rogue. C. Stranger. Hmm. D. None of the above. Once again, the iconic name of Xena Warrior Princess is one that strikes fear. But what? The actual name of Xena means what? A. Protector B. Rogue C. Stranger D. None of the above Let's think out loud a little bit. What do you think?
1: Mm. I want to go with A. Mm. Protector Protector As the, how the question is worded Strikes fear Strikes fear, but And she was, you know, she was a protector
0: not to hercules oh no hercules didn't like her show
1: He <laughs> can just fuck off so <laughs> yeah, i don't think yeah
0: yeah um so listeners roaches out there if you are zena heads what's that name mean a protector b rogue c stranger d none of the above dj will went with a protector and that is incorrect to start no. it off incorrect darn it uh i'm not gonna give you another point that's for sure but i do if you had another guess what would it be (laughs) (laughs) we're we're gonna see how little (laughs) now (laughs) we know about these questions so it's not protector it could be rogue it could be stranger or none of the above by the way not getting a point for it no matter what that's
1: okay yeah um I'll go with C, stranger. It was stranger. Because oh, <laughs> they do just like drift in and out of areas that need, you know, yeah. So Xena Assistance. So
0: the Zena, the name means stranger, and it said that people who often felt marginalized did take to the Xena character because of that. Mm-hmm. Because she was a stranger. Yeah. So a lot of minority groups were like.
1: I'm sure Lucy Lawless's booth at the conventions are is very popular. Yes. I'm sure. For the Xena I'm reasons.
0: sure. Um, so no points. Eh. No points. Uh, it's okay. We have a second uh, Xena question more uh, aligned with Lucy Lawless herself. Oh, okay. During the filming. Of the second season, they were forced to adapt when Lucy Lawless had to learn to walk again.
1: What happened? What happened, indeed?
0: So during the second season, yes, she had to learn to walk again. So they had to film things certainly different and everything like that. But Mm. what was this incident that caused her to need to learn to walk again? A, she fell off a horse b she stepped on a blade c sandbags fell on her oh d none of these traumatic events were the traumatic event that caused her not to be able to walk correctly Hmm. once again a fell off a horse b stepped on a blade c sandbags fell on her and d none of the above I will say I've been saying fall the sandbags fell on her, but I will tell you that I wrote squished,
1: <laughs> <laughs> squished her,
0: Sandbags squished her. Huh. D none of the above. What do you think? Also, listeners in the car, at home, at
1: work, why was why couldn't Lucy
0: Lawless walk for a bit?
1: All of those sound like on-site work injuries yes. for the type of filming they were doing. Yes. Or is it the none of the above, the above, something just like mundane that happened at home one day?
0: Yeah, taking out the trash. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I'm going to go with the horse.
0: The horse one? Yeah. Okay. Um, What do you think happened? If, if that, in fact, happened, what do you, what do you think? It's call- a
1: long way to fall down from a horse. Correct. I think that yep. a blade on the ground shouldn't be on the ground and might see it. How deep could it go? Uh, some could go deep could go pretty but definitely
0: deep. a horse fall would do it
1: i think a horse fall
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the sandbags is just squishing i don't think that's falling gonna, or squishing unless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. she's doing a handstand and it squished her feet <laughs> <laughs> and it was backwards squished her
0: uh so yes during the filming of the second season they were forced to adapt with lucy lawless because she had to learn to walk again what happened a a horse fell on her. Nope. A, she <laughs> fell off a horse. B, Yikes. she stepped on a blade. C, sandbags squished her. Mm-hmm. Or D, none of these. These are all ridiculous and I made them up. You said A, fell off a horse, DJ Lil. Mm-hmm. Correct answer is A, oh fell off a port. God. You officially get the right noise, the right noise yes. jingle instead of the thank wrong you, thank noise. You, thank you. Thank you. J- it's been
1: since last year.
0: Yeah, it totally <laughs> has. Um, she fractured her pelvis on a sketch they did to promote the show on Jay Leno's The Tonight Show.
1: Not worth it.
0: Not worth it. So they were trying to get the you know, she probably came in character like I'm Xena. Yeah,
1: and probably did the whole flip and the ay, 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 ay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it was said that she did she was fine with doing it, but she was not familiar with the caretakers oh. or the horse. See, and, also she a horse
1: like, like, yeah, if you fall off of it, you might know how to fall. But if you don't know the horse, yeah, you don't have that yeah. bond with it.
0: Well, you also don't know when it's going to, like, throw you, right? If you yeah. don't know
1: it. Ugh. Yeah. So she had
0: said, like, this is different mm-hmm. than that. So, yeah, I guess they were going through a sketch on The Tonight Show. Um, I don't know if this was filmed. Um, I don't want to look it up because I feel bad. Yeah. Because she was put in a situation that she, like, didn't... She said, mm-hmm. "This doesn't seem right," but yeah, she fractured her pelvis. So the filming of that season, they had to like work, work around. around it wow. because they certainly weren't going to can it. for her an for action that. show. Yeah. yeah. Oh jeez. So, um, the sandbags squishing her. I was hoping hoping that would get a bite, but I said falling on her, so then it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you got one out of two. Nice. That's your Xena warrior princess. Well, oh, I'm um,
1: happy as a clan with one point.
0: Yeah. Um, how it's been here, uh, you could win with one point. Mm-hmm. With one point. <laughs> so, my next gifted item um, was given to me by a friend. And it's kind of a cute gift because I grew up, uh, my sister did the same thing. We always would like the Disney World on Ice stuff down at the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. We would go to that stuff. Have fun at that stuff. It was kind of cheap, so we that's probably why we were allowed to go. Um, and we had uh, – and they still – the house I grew up in is just f- still filled with drinkable uh, drinkable cups. You open up a cabinet at the house I grew up in, and you got – you better be careful because plates Avalanche. and cups. Yeah. Um, but a cup I had was a Walt Disney World on Ice cup with – uh, mickey mouse uh with sunglasses on looking at on ice skates and just jump around with a boom box and somebody found it at a thrift store and re-gifted Aww. it to me yeah um so it's a special cup um it's a little dinged up i don't drink out of it because it's cool enough not to
1: it's a cup for looking at
0: yeah i'll pass that over oh, yeah, and
1: it's got the texture the uh, the bumpy
0: yeah So I got the- Super 3D mug. It's a 1980s Walt Disney World on Ice mug. It's a super Mm -hmm. 3D. Um, The Ringling Brothers were the ones who produced these. The Ringling Brothers. And if you hold the mug-
1: Oh, yeah, we can do this. That's kind of
0: fun. Um, If you hold the mug, the handle is a music note.
1: Mm, Oh, I see.
0: Yes, it's a pink music note, white cup. And then Mickey is on it with his uh, windbreaker, swishy outfit. Um, I can
1: hear his pants from here, right?
0: Um, so, and at thrifty podcast, you'll be able to, to see this, uh, there as well. But, uh, yeah, Disney on ice have a lot of memories with that at the, at the civic arena. Um, Disney on ice started, um, in 1981 and, um, my first grade year in Catholic school, I had saw a Disney on ice performance motivating <laughs> motivating and there was a talent show coming up and i was just like well i have re- i'm ridiculously untalented so i have to find something now that people are gonna like so i thought i would dress like mickey this mm-hmm. mickey right here this very mickey and set up a boom box and sing and dance whoa tell you what people didn't like it oh. <laughs> people didn't like my first grade singing da- i was singing and dancing to a boom box that sounds and, great hey i tried i thought i did
1: can- talent show every time i could because i'm like you know what you gotta try
0: yeah um you it, gotta
1: get up there and try yeah and um even if they don't like it
0: yeah no it was not liked but i was i don't know i was giving it my all there see um, but I had to deal with people um, with – I don't know if she listens, but if you remember uh, the lady that we ran into at the Enjoy Wrestling show, mm-hmm. we went to preschool together. Yeah. We went from pre- preschool to eighth grade. She played violin. How am I going to beat that? Follow it. Crystal is playing violin in the first grade. How am I going to beat that? Olivia Gilmore, recorder solo. I'm not going to beat that. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna beat that. So uh, fortunately, I do think Crystal won that year. She won every year, I think. Church people really liked her because they mm-hmm. would make her play violin in church all the time. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, like a Catholic girl playing violin. Oh, uh, old heads. Game were like,
1: over. <laughs> they
0: love this. Um. So uh, we have a couple of questions adjacent to this item. And um, we're going to hit you with the the first one, and it's more uh, ice skating related. Mm. Do you know a ton about ice skating?
1: Um, We're going to know if you like. I'm not as great at it as I am with inline skating, but I was never allowed to choose figure skates. I always had to wear hockey skates. Mm. Thank you, Dad.
0: Thank you, Dad.
1: For, you know.
0: I bet. The same not tricks.
1: assigning <laughs> gender roles. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I I bet the tricks on those skates are much similar to the other tricks on the ice skates. And this is, this is about this is a trick question, not, oh, and not geez. a trick question, but a question about a trick.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All
0: right. How many rotations are in a quadruple axle? Hmm. Listeners at home, you may know how many rotations are in a quadruple axle. A one b three and a half c four d none of the above a number not named once again it's a one b 3.5 c four how many rotations are in a quadruple axle tj lo what do you think
1: hmm the easy answer would be C, but I think this is a trick-trick question. It's a trick-trick question? I think so. Would I do that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yes, I think so.
0: Quadruple axle people out there, what do you think?
1: Four <laughs> seems too easy. One doesn't seem like enough. Mm-hmm. Three and a half. Weird number.
0: It is weird. So it says I'm, 0.5. I'm
1: going with D, none of the above.
0: D, none of the above. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you think I'm whistling Dixie over mm-hmm. here, huh? Okay, and, and so you're saying because these numbers are not numbery I think it's enough?
1: Correct, I think it's higher.
0: You think it's higher? I think it's higher. Okay, so how many rotations are in a quadruple axle? A, 1, B, 3.5, C, 4, or more? D, none of the above. You said D, none of the above. Another number. That is correct. Hell
1: that yeah! That is
0: correct. That is correct. How? What is that number? Sixteen? Nope. Mm. Four point five.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was more. Okay? Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was more.
0: more. Um, the the extra half is so you can face forward. I'm gonna so, say for
1: the for the beginning of the span or the end. Yes. See, I didn't know. How, I didn't yeah learn how to do tricks like so that. the
0: quadruple axle is you spin four times you I spin see. four times mm-hmm. but to face camera or face the hard camera face the audience
1: mm-hmm.
0: you or have judge to judge ha- or the yeah so hmm. 4.5 and that is two out of three questions okay we would call this a hot streak <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're feeling pretty good i can't get too cocky for the last question though
0: well, we'll see. It's going to dive back a little bit into what I mentioned before. Mickey rapping. Mm. Uh, that whole... Uh, that ho- uh, the Mickey and friends doing stuff on ice, dancing around. So this is a question about Mickey's music career.
1: Which I know far less about. Hey, he's right
0: here dancing
1: around. That's as him. much as I know about it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Mickey and company... Through the success of World on Ice, <laughs> decided to create a rap group because of the D- World on Ice success, what was not a song title on this Mickey Rap Gang album, which was not a song title? A. Ducks in the Hood. B. Womp, There It Went. C. C. You can't botch this. D, all of the above. All of hmm. these were song titles. All of them. Once again, making and Company, through the success of World on Ice, decided to create a rap group what was not a song title. A, ducks in the hood. B, Womp. there it went. C, you can't botch this. D, these are all song titles. all of the above Mm -hmm. what do you think you could think out loud here
1: thinking out loud yeah what was the year on this um, i
0: believe it was like it was early 90s as early as the 90s go i think
1: so (laughs) zero one two yeah yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) zero one two got it got it four point five got it yeah four point five um Mm -hmm. ducks in the hood i'll say if if that's a fake one i think that's a nice answer i thought of
1: I, I think that one's real. Okay. I think that one's real. Uh-huh. And Womp, then, there it went. I don't think that one's real.
0: That's not the one. Okay. Uh, so you said B, Womp, there it went. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a parody on Womp, there it is. For fans of Womp, there it is. B, <laughs> you can't botch this. Or C, you can't botch this. D, all of the above. You're going to go with what is not a song title, Womp, there it went, which mm-hmm. is B, And that is incorrect. Incorrect. Uh, The correct answer for this one, all listeners at home, Mickey and the gang, Rap Squad fans, (laughs) all of the above D. All of the above. Uh, Womp, There It Went was obviously a parody of Womp, There It Is. And the name slips my mind at the moment, but the the folks who did Womp, There It Is, the song, Mm -hmm. they came back to do this mickey remix of it and all these songs were parodies of other songs like boys in the hood ducks in the hood you can't touch this you can't botch this and so they were like we're gonna make parody music art that like kids might know and sing along to um the bars are awful i think i read some bars too they're awful (laughs) they're bad nobody bars out but yeah Those critters came back for the Mickey album to basically piss all over (laughs) what they created for money. Um, Yeah, they
1: needed a paycheck.
0: Yeah, God bless them. Um, Yeesh. So those were my two gifted items Mm -hmm. this week. Um, One was gifted by a friend to give to somebody else, and I kept it. Uh, The other one was just gifted straight up to me um, as a memory of my childhood, and that was the uh, Princess gabrielle uh xena warrior doll and then we had the world on ice 1980s uh mickey mug did i say it was made by the ringling brothers if i didn't Mm -hmm. i did now so those were my two items this week lil
1: nice
0: and you got two out of four right lovely gifts yeah so i will pass pass this over to dj lil so she could go over her finds for this week why thank you it's always fun when i could put my notebook down put
1: that away yeah all right, Gabrielle, stay put. You got mm-hmm. a good spot there. So my two items today, I'm going to start with a, I wouldn't call it a sweatshirt. It's very thin, like a thin zip-up jacket. It is a Puma and Ferrari zip-up. It's red, um, classic Ferrari red, candy red, with white detailing.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: on the shoulder, it says Ferrari. On the other side, it has a little prancing horse decal. It I is, see you in this quite a bit. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a good look. It's a good in between seasons. Today is unseasonably warm, um, not quite warm enough for me to go out in this, but it's a good in between seasons kind of layer. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you know about the fish problem
1: going fish, on? What fish problem?
0: So it got way cold. You know that. Yeah. Well, it heated up. Unceremoniously.
1: Right, and all the critters and the. There's mass fish
0: death going on. Oh, that's not good. No. But do worry about
1: the the animals who are like, it's time to come out now, and the the little little seeds and.
0: Yeah, no, it froze. Stuff froze froze over and then unfroze. See,
1: this is why we should have winter, because I love winter, and the fish need to sleep for a little bit. I don't know
0: about this global warming stuff. Maybe it's real. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about this, but go on.
1: Yeah. R.I.P. Small Fish. Yes. I hope you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of a uh, jumpsuit I had as a kid. I had a, like a Formula One jumpsuit. I was telling you before we taped that my my nunno was in the auto industry, and so he got these Italian. So not only did I like hand me downs from my Italian cousins of like random, yeah, super random articles of clothing and shoes. Um, that did not look like things that the other kids wore to school. Uh, That's
0: for certain. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. think. I wouldn't think they yeah, were getting it, those. Italian
1: child fashion is very different. <laughs> did,
0: you, did you guys have calendars? Child fashion, Italian calendars.
1: <laughs> maybe, actually, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: sure. There's a demo that would enjoy that.
1: Yeah, so like somewhere from some cousin somewhere, uh, my sister and I got this Formula One jumpsuit, all red, zip up. Um, I know there's a picture of my sister wearing it, but I don't know if there's an image of me wearing it.
0: Wow. Yeah. So hopefully somewhere
1: in the archives, I'll have to dig, dig deeper for that one yeah um but yeah it reminds me of that but this is an adult size item that i can wear because i am no longer six years old no so no that's not gonna fit soon with a birthday coming mm-hmm. yeah definitely <laughs> so even further even further away yeah, from so that yeah so way age. over six at yeah. this point folks <laughs> definitely yeah um this uh, little jacket here was a gift from Rafik, my brother from another mother um yeah
0: Shout out all Rafiqs.
1: Shout out. Hmm. Big brother. Yeah. That I was assigned. (laughs) Hey,
0: we all get assigned things. Mm -hmm,
1: Mutually chosen. Yes. Um, So we're going to lead into the first question here.
0: First question, listeners. Let's get ready.
1: About this little jacket. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The famous Italian sports car manufacturer was founded by Enzo Ferrari in 1939. Today, Mm -hmm. how many Ferrari themed amusement parks are there?
0: Whoa! So from 1939 would be the start of that, possibly till Mm -hmm. now. How many Ferrari themed? Now this is not Ferrari specifically. This is not Ferrari themed rides.
1: No, full on amusement park. The whole thing. Yes.
0: It's gotta be small number, but who knows?
1: Four (laughs) point (laughs) five.
0: You have to face the audience.
1: (laughs) Is it A zero, B seven?
0: oh I have a feeling where this is going lower than seven. <laughs> is this going lower than seven? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Zero. C. Se-
1: you can use one of those hands to count to two.
0: Two. Zero, seven, two.
1: Or okay. none of the above.
0: Or none of the above. How many Ferrari-themed music, amusement parks are there? Zero. Seven. Or two. Two.
1: Mm-hmm. Or none of those. Hmm. There are no specifically themes to a luxury car amusement park. I'll be sad <laughs> if
0: it's zero because you got me excited about this idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh if it is zero, do I know anyone in that industry that I can maybe spit something to and just be like, What do you think about? Aren't you like a millionaire? Can't you do anything? Uh People know Mark Cuban in that way around the city, which I was unaware of. Mm. Mark, Mark Cuban owns the Dallas Mavericks and mm-hmm. is also like just a Pittsburgh guy. So like he – people in Pittsburgh will be like, hey, Mark Cuban, you're like famous. Here's this idea. Do you want to pay for it? And usually he says no. But there's been times where he has said yes. Yes. Uh, but I don't know Mark Cuban. No. Uh, maybe that's a you Can always shoot him an email? Yeah, maybe that's a 2023 goal. My email is broken. <laughs> I, oh, not, still. I have not I've not received an email since December 13th. Still. Still. Uh, not good. Trying to fix that thing. So if you're trying to get a hold of me, which you probably aren't. Uh cuz they're I will say nobody has made nobody has messaged on any other thing that said, "Hey, I sent you something. I don't know if you saw it." So I don't think people care. Um <laughs> But I They're do not
1: check in their email either <laughs> I do have some
0: events coming up I hope to get information on but you never know most I don't um okay I want to believe in my heart of hearts mm-hmm. that there are some. I don't know that there's seven, but I bet you there's two so I'm gonna go with c two two is my answer
1: all right so how many ferrari themed amusement parks? Are there in the world? Yes. Toddy went with C. Two. And that is correct. Let's go! One point. One is in Abu Dhabi and one is in Spain.
0: Yeah, they would be. Abu Dhabi Mm -hmm. seems like the... Abu Dhabi seems, seems like, like
1: a place that would have an amusement park based on it. Okay.
0: It seems like a startup company. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Like you could just get whatever there. Um, do you remember Garfield? Normal would be sent to Arm. Uh, have you did you were you a Garfield cartoon fan? Not at all. Bad no, reaction to that. No.
1: <laughs> Check the past episodes. I hate Garfield yeah, and Odie. <laughs> I know,
0: but I just in case you saw something. Shout
1: out Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're I know you hear me out there. Yeah, somewhere with Shane. With my non-Garfield Hates fan. Yeah,
0: not a Garfield. I thought, do you remember the character Nermal? Mm-hmm, great yeah. cat?
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Do you
0: remember what they used to do with her? No. They used to ship her to Abu Dhabi.
1: That's where they used to. Yeah, her.
0: like she would hang out at the house. Right. And Garfield would be like, I can't really kick I could kick a dog off the table, but I can't kick Nermal off the table. Put her so, in a box. And ship her to put Abu Dhabi. So he would either A threaten to do that, B do it, C <laughs> all of the above D, none of the above. Well
1: maybe she went and started up all these.
0: Yeah, but a little gray <laughs> well, cat marks. named Nermal. So my earliest memories of Abu Dhabi <laughs> are uh weekday cartoons at oh, seven AM. Yeah. I'd be like, damn, there's Nermal. She's out of here out of here again. All right. So that's two. Sport Nermal. Ferrari based. I'm going to look at some pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool. I'll put some pictures was, at, at, with the posting too. That
1: was funky. I did not expect to learn that today. Yeah. Our second question here. Based in Germany, Puma is the third largest sportswear manufacturer in the world. Yeah. Puma was formed when two brothers split up their original shoe business. Okay. Need a little backstory for this question. When they went their separate ways, which brands did the other brother begin? Gotcha. So there's two brothers. One one, split off from Puma. Yep. Split their own ways. One started Puma. One started which of the following? Mm -hmm. A. Nike. B. Von Dutch. C adidas or d none of the above
0: hmm listeners at home the puma brothers not to be confused with the property brothers broke up and one of the puma guys made another brand which if it's nike or adidas i would say bigger than puma so maybe that brother was right could have been von dutch though and von dutch carries its own weight and maybe if I'm a Puma brother and my brother is like, "Hey, I want to get into like this stuff," I'd be like, "I think it's this is time we
1: split." <laughs> split <our own laughs> yeah, ways. I don't know.
0: Um, or D none of the above created a different brand. Uh, Nike, Von Dutch, Adidas, or Puma. Hmm. Do you wear any of these brands? What would be the most brand wear out of the the out four, of those options? Out of the three, I suppose.
1: Um. I try to avoid Nike. A mm-hmm. few reasons there. And yeah. it's just their style is not my style. Yeah. Um, Von Dutch in another lifetime for sure. If I was
0: someone else. If
1: I was someone else, I would be wearing a lot of von Dutch crop tops and overly processed jeans.
0: I don't drink enough beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to really enough light beer for that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I drink enough
1: beer. Yeah, to... that's for um another version of yeah. me elsewhere. Um, I'd probably go with Adidas. Yeah, clean, brand, so, regular. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know what I would be. I guess Nike. I hate to admit it, but probably. I like the
1: stri- I like the stripes. Yeah. Of Adidas.
0: Um, this is a hard question cuz I don't think it's Nike because I think if it's Nike I would have known that. But if it is Nike, I've learned that. So That's fun. Learning's mm-hmm. fun. Um, Vaughn, Dutch might seem likely to me because if you break off from something or someone it's for a change and von dutch is uh, definitely a change from puma adidas is kind of same thing i'm kind of think it's either b or d and i'm just gonna go with b i'm going to say von dutch von dutch
1: all right Toddie chose b correct answer c adidas it's adidas which is now the second largest sportswear brand in the world so that brother was correct yeah with his choices yeah although i would wear puma over adidas yeah well i think puma, i always wanted like a puma if i was gonna do like a velour tracksuit it would be puma, and puma in, like, an, in another does separate does lifetime different <laughs> things too like yeah
0: puma isn't just like an athletic brand yeah. like it's just a brand and probably yeah it's more popular than we probably know here in like the states Mm -hmm. because it's everywhere adidas okay um
1: yeah sorry no um, point there
0: and i think i may have said how i remember how to spell adidas do you do you know how to do you know how a good way to spell adidas you've not went to middle school before um to spell it Adi-
1: black that out yeah. i don't know what you're talking about to
0: spell adidas um you have to think all day i dream about sex oh and that's how you do it
1: i thought maybe it was like the calculator with the boobs thing maybe Calcul- like- <laughs> it is
0: it is calculator <laughs> like with the calculator boob-
1: yeah.
0: it is the boobless yeah remember boobless oh on the- yeah, yeah boobless deep cut <laughs> it was it yeah boob on a calculator big but boob less was you flipped over the calculator. Whoever and said,
1: figured boobless. that out, genius. Yeah. Genius. Um, you won the silent talent show.
0: Yeah. So this was another version mm-hmm. of this Adidas, you could spell it. You say, All day I dream about sex. A, I, yeah. Hmm.
1: Now I won't forget that.
0: Either part. <laughs> yeah. No, you won't forget it because every time you're like, How do I spell it? Boom. There you go. Huh. Yeah. Noted. So anyway. Didn't get that one right. No.
1: No. I also didn't use the the internet for flirting like everybody else did in that era. So I didn't really think about that. No, I did. That's the only way
0: I knew how to flirt (laughs) (laughs) is the internet. Arguably still the only way. (laughs) Still the only way. (laughs) To this day. Meet me there first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. So that wraps it up for the little ferrari and puma item today
0: the next item is next
1: item's funky
0: it's one of my favorites on the show in a bit
1: oh hell yeah Yeah. thank you um it's fun we got a scarf here and it's it's very busy so honestly like i haven't found an outfit to solidly pair it with because it's so busy in its design and -hmm. there's a lot of like nice colors here, but again, it really takes over all of the eye space. So what we have here is a scarf about 14 inches by 14 inches. Yeah. Um, warm colors like orange and yellow, and got some maroon, and then like a lime green. Yeah, um, to if, make it pop. Yeah, if mm-hmm. I had to guess, I would say I don't know, maybe 40s. Yeah
0: maybe
1: 40s 50s 40s yeah there's old is old very old there is only one stain that i could see um but there's all these drawings over it of musical notes sheet music little performers and then portraits of composers um yeah so very busy piece and uh maybe my goal this year is to find a way to sport it more often because it's really being lost in the scarf and bandana drawer. so.
0: And I know the scarf and bandana drawer does get a lot of
1: play for you. Yes. So
0: maybe you have to. And
1: it's there's a lot in there that are going to get more play this year. Last year I told myself, hey, use all those koozies you have. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to use koozies. This year <laughs> is like, okay, work through that top layer of the bandanas usually grab. You know there's more in there. Yeah. Dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Bring those other ones out and get some sunlight.
0: I've always been a back pocket bandana guy. The reason number four probably would be for fashion. (laughs) But the first three, my first, my, the reason, the number one reason why I do that is because I think it looks cool. Mm -hmm. Number two reason why I do that is because it looks like you're working.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: I don't want to be bothered much.
1: Like a, little, like a little grease rag. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So like I that's part of the reason why I started it because I'm just like people who are working look cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I want to I want to be I want to work.
1: Yeah, and you need to have like a little grease rag on you no matter yeah. what you're And I do use it. Do I do it. use it for It can also it things. can be a tourniquet. Yeah. It can be an accessory. Yeah. It can be a napkin. Mm-hmm. You can blow your nose in it. I've
0: tourniqueted it before. I Yeah. I've cut my at the goodwill outlet bins i set. this is years ago now but i severed i will even say i will even use a, a like an s word i severed oh the tip of my finger oh on my something one time and it comically see that's
1: where i wear gloves
0: spit out this was probably 2016 yeah. 17 and i was like bop, bop,
1: bop, and tied mm-hmm. it up
0: and they're like where'd you get that from i'm like bro i wear that
1: it is always on hand. Yeah,
0: but only one person got to oh. see it, which was a bummer because I'm just like, if I'm gonna bleed everywhere, I want someone to see it.
1: Yeah. Well, we missed the third reason. Um, I don't know.
0: I just knew <laughs> I just knew down There's the list was list. like the the yeah. Uh third reason. What is a third reason? Um, oh yes. Um a lot of musicians in bands I grew up listening to did that. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure Like early emo did mm-hmm. Like late yeah, 90s oh, yeah, Late yeah. 90s emo was always Now I don't have the haircut But late 90s emo was like Pompadour mm-hmm. uh, Cuff jeans And a bandana in the pocket mm-hmm. I didn't do the pompadour But since that day I went cuff jeans and bandana Since that day Since that time period And I've always done that mm-hmm. And I've learned later in life that's a sign of being a bisexual did not know that didn't know it Mm -hmm. but we've talked about that before (laughs) but yes if you cuff your pants off you're 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 bisexual (laughs) so i guess that's why people sort of guessed right early on (laughs) anyway
1: anyways yeah um but yeah lots of ways to accessorize with scarves and i need to i would like to do it more so and i already do it a lot so 2023 here i come Mm -hmm. get ready for more eyesores of my outfits Mm -hmm. this item was a gift from my friend julia um who's definitely got a really good 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 eye for this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah so all these little guys all over the scarf and by the composers there's names written and on the musical sheets also written some pieces I can, you saw earlier, but I will yeah. hand it over because yes, we,
0: we were picking out our favorite faces. There's some faces, there's so many faces
1: very melted. Yeah. And there's a little bird on there somewhere too.
0: And I, there'd probably be like 20, 30 faces on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one of the best. I think one of my favorite pieces that's been on the show for a while, but it's, you will see it fun. at thrifty podcast. You yeah. can go right now, directly right now to look that up. Oh, you're right. Give it, give it a follow too. Give it a follow.
1: Give it a follow while you're at it. Come yeah, on. I
0: sometimes see people following and not saying anything, and I'm like, I don't know if they listen to the show and just follow and just don't want to interact, which Engage. is fine. Or they don't know about the show and found the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So let me know. Let me know. Yeah.
1: So we're gonna roll into our first question here. Cool. Based off of one of the little faces that we've got.
0: One of the little faces.
1: So hopefully you were, you're up on your uh, musical composers. Yeah. You said trivia. little
0: face and I looked for my cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw a movement earlier, but hey, I brother. think he's probably honkered. You said little face and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So George Inesco lived from 1881 to 1955. Ooh. What was his most notable composition? Hmm. Was it A- Romanian Rhapsodies, B, Hungarian Dances, C, the Brandenburg Concertos, or D, none of the above?
0: Hmm. If it's B, I'll be showing my ass a little bit if I don't know that. Uh, I'm Polish mostly, but some of my family is Hungarian, and there's some Hungarian dances out there that my sister was a part of when she was... Oh kid Um, but i'm mostly polish mostly polish Um, but hungarian is definitely in there somewhere Um, uh, read the answers i'll read them again
1: again. so you got a romanian rhapsodies
0: romanian rhapsodies
1: b hungarian dances c Brandenburg concertos or d none of the above and these are all Actual collections of things of yes. works. Yes. I would assume just Hungarian it dances now, are valid. Yeah. Just saying it, just in case. Hungarian dances <laughs> are know. valid.
0: Yeah. Brandenburg concertos seems to jump out to me and it does seem like a composer's name. I don't know, listeners. What do you think? Um, I think that I am, in fact, going to go with C. Bird Concertos. I'm going to go with C. I'm going to go with C, because that seems, yeah, seems likely, Notable. Yeah. Unless you're Ding me. Mm, We'll see. Okay.
1: So, what was George Inesco's most notable composition? Toddy chose C. The correct answer is A. Whoa! Romanian Rhapsodies.
0: Whoa! Damn. Yeah. I didn't see that coming.
1: Written in 1901.
0: Long time ago. Wasn't born. We weren't around <laughs> for it. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a fun. That's okay.
0: Yeah. That's a fun. I think that's a fun fact learned on this mm-hmm. episode of Thrifty, the podcast.
1: <laughs> Check out the Romanian Rhapsodies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Didn't get it. Didn't that's get okay. that
1: one. There's one more question. So you might get a point here. Yeah. Also about a composer we find here on the scarf. Mm-hmm. Igor Stravinsky is considered one of the most influential composers of the 20th century, which we were at least around for. Somehow. Yeah, we were, we were there for a little bit. I don't
0: even know if I'm around now.
1: <laughs> you ever yeah. feel that way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even
0: know if I'm here. Yeah.
1: hmm Physically, mentally. Yeah. Uh, which of the following ballets did he compose? Huh. Was it A. Appalachian Spring? b the firebird c parade or d none of the above
0: hmm. have you ever went to a ballet
1: i saw a nutcracker when i was real little
0: fair i guess that's the one that people go to if no. you go to one
1: it was a good time
0: wonder if any like ballet heads like know just a ton of ballets like oh
1: the- i'm sure
0: yeah, I'm sure if you said, like, hey, I want to see the Nutcracker, they're like, oh.
1: Yep.
0: oh yeah, huh? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Put that in your Tinder profile. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> this one over here went to the Nutcracker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's <laughs> got the Rat King. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: I bet going to ballet's are a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Could you read the answers? I'll read them again.
1: Absolutely. So which of the following ballets did he compose? A. Appalachian Spring B. The Firebird C. Parade or D. None of the above I will give a hint that Stravinsky was Russian but I believe given American and maybe even French citizenship along the way. Whether that helps or hurts, it's kind I don't of fun
0: know. to collect citizenships. Probably hard to do
1: mm-hmm. if you're really, really, really nice. Yeah.
0: Well, if you're a composer, or make
1: really, really, really good ballets. Yeah, like in specific countries.
0: you're like checking in, and the person's like, "I don't know." You're like, "Listen,
1: press don't play. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see Nutcracker on this list."
0: Yeah, press play on this. <laughs> I do this. Yeah. <laughs> so um I think I'm going to go with A stuck out, but more I thought about it seems interesting. I'm going to go with C parade. Can I go with parade, C. Parade just because it's a blanket answer that I think could be easily googled. Which okay. is why I went for it. it seems like a word that could be in Google pretty easily.
1: Okay. So which of the following ballets did did Stravinsky compose? Toddy chose C. Correct answer, unfortunately, was B. Oh. The Firebird.
0: The Firebird.
1: First performed in Paris based on Russian folktales.
0: Yeah. See, I guess that dual Citizenship wouldn't... I would have to know what Firebird was for that to... So that's a pretty nothing. big deal. I didn't get any points that item.
1: That's okay. But lucky for you, yeah. I have a gift.
0: You have a I gift. I have a
1: gift for you.
0: You have a gift for me. Our
1: lovely host.
0: It's the gift episode. Do I know about this? I don't think. Okay.
1: I what? got an extra question for you that oh, you can still. Yes. yes the extra question. St- this is not canon,
0: but I could answer <laughs> it. We have another question coming up here. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. You did say you had an extra I question for I did have an extra reason. one. Okay.
1: Just because there was something adjacent that I was like, oh, this could be mentioned. Okay. I was like, it could also be an extra point round.
0: Mm-hmm. If so we tied, our- which we didn't.
1: No. <laughs> know. But you know what? I'm feeling so thrilled that i got more than one point
0: wow I yeah you're the winner you're the winner <laughs> yeah. and you're gonna hand it away <clears throat> we
1: can right. if you get this question right half uh, point we'll tie right
0: half point you will i'll we'll call it a half point okay. i need to face the camera all right <laughs> you could still win
1: so with those ballets i mentioned for that last question which of them have a pittsburgh connection
0: out of those yes ones a pittsburgh
1: connection
0: i gotta see more ballets i'm learning
1: hmm. i can read them again if you like
0: no i remember them okay. i'm actually gonna keep it i'm gonna keep what i said last time i think parade we love parades your eyes say you don't love parades <laughs> I your eyes said that's <laughs> the wrong answer before you told me it was was that the wrong answer? Was C the I don't wrong know. Answer? My
1: eyes have a mind of their own. Yeah, so, okay. don't
0: fair. Well, I'm not
1: I'm not their agent parade. <laughs> All right. So, I'm never okay. going to change my
0: mind if you give me a look that says <laughs> okay. change your mind. I'm not going to do it. I know. I can't. That's by okay. law.
1: right and Like don't look. Yeah. Um Appalachian Spring.
0: Tell me about that.
1: It was uh Martha Graham, who was born in eight, nine oh wait eighteen ninety four, wow, here in Pittsburgh, was a choreographer and dancer, and she danced the lead role. And uh, that's, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm.
0: that's cool. See, that's cool. See, that's that's a good bonus point. Yeah, that's a good bonus point. Um, these days, where could you see ballets in the city of Pittsburgh?
1: The Pittsburgh Ballet Theater.
0: I bet you there's ballet that go on there.
1: I bet you wow, you're very funny. <laughs> right. The Pittsburgh I do keep the classical theater. station on in my house. Yeah, all the time, unless yeah. I'm not there. True.
0: I keep on
1: just because I like the background, gentle backgrounds. Yeah, and then there's some weird stuff they play. I'm like, play that again.
0: Yeah, I bet. I keep on college radio. That's what this one. If I turn this, there's I, I my don't clock I don't radio. get the
1: reception for either of them. Oh, don't worry, I don't either. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> oh, don't worry. It doesn't. It it'll fade in and out. <laughs> okay. Um, it'll fade in and out. No, no, no. It doesn't, like sound I think good. we're both
1: two of the. But the it's limits. fun. It's fun mm-hmm. to figure out.
0: And mm-hmm. I was used to doing that because my uncle Craig, growing up, we would go in the back of a Pontiac, white Pontiac, and he would only listen to college radio, mm-hmm. and we'd drive around. So depending the area we were at, it would come in or not. And he would just so keep the, it on. That's
1: just how you know how to listen to it.
0: Yeah. I Fair. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on upstairs here that I don't <laughs> think I've learned correctly at all. But no, we would drive around and it would just, that, yeah, the static noise is what you would hear. Mm-hmm. And he would just have it low. And then when a song would come up, he'd Hurry be up. like, let's go. We're on. And it would just be like this college kid who knows where and be like, this is a band called green day. Like that's how the early nineties were. But, uh, so yeah, I still Mm -hmm. do that. And occasionally like once a week you'll get a song and it is, (laughs) it is, uh, uh, you get it still, you get a lot of Harvey danger and blur the Mm, band blur. And that's it. That's all that station plays or sports. I listen to sports too much. Um, So anyway, that was the background information on how I don't listen to things correctly. And as you already know, I listen to things without sound. Yes. I will watch YouTube videos without sound. Somebody's got to check up what this stuff means because (laughs) it's probably autism. (laughs) Um, It's
1: something. Yeah.
0: But thank you for being a part of both of the gifted episodes. Thanks for having me. And coming over on your day off today to be a part of the show um coming up we do have some shows in the future that i'm sure that 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 you will be on but what does it feel like to win an episode of thrifty
1: it's great it's it's a gift i gave myself Mm -hmm. um it's an early birthday gift
0: it is an Um, early birthday gift you may or may not be on before your birthday
1: listeners out there who want to wish me a happy birthday it's the 21st I I await your DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Now is the
0: time. In the comments of this episode (laughs) is the time.
1: Thank you in advance. Yeah,
0: so you are legally obligated to go to my event on the 21st or the event of Lil's birth. (laughs) It's the only two things. For my
1: birthday, go to that event.
0: See that? She said it herself. Everybody else, get roached.